On today's episode, we're going to talk about Jordan's most recent trip down to the parks and resorts. So let's see what all he got into and let's unpack this whole deal. This is episode 89 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Welcome back to the show. This is the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined today, as always, by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? It has been a fantastic day. How are you doing, Jordan? Doing pretty good. The week has been, um, I'll be honest with you, the week's been rough, so it's nice to uh, to be able to get on here and, uh, you know, let let go a little bit. Yeah. I, I hear that. that. Yeah, me yes. and Ryan are fresh from a parade in uh, downtown oh, nice. yeah. of our town. Little, yeah, had a little homecoming. Oh, parade. homecoming parade! That's always fun. Yeah, get back to the roots. Yep, had the girls. Yep, had the girls walking with their cheer teams. Mm. Uh, my oldest daughter, Braylon, her uh, team that she actually cheers for won the championship of the Look league. So yeah, her first year of cheering, of getting the championship. <laughs> I told her, don't get spoiled because it doesn't happen like that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> so, pretty cool deal. But like, as far as you know, the parade, the weather we've had the past couple of days has been perfect for homecoming parades and, and fall activities like such because, man, this weather's got a little snap to it, and I couldn't be more thrilled. Yeah, it's. we'll get into it, obviously, with, uh, with some of my trip talk here later on, but, man, that was one of the highlights of this past weekend and our time down, down at Disney's. The weather is just beautiful. Yeah, too bad it can't stick around for a little bit longer. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I don't think we're going to get to, like, I don't think we're going to get into the 90s again. You know, I think we're done with that. And I, I damn sure hope not. Uh, yeah, so I think, <laughs> I mean, it's been mild. Even when it's been warming up here during the you know, middle of the day, 2, 3 o'clock, when it's been as, at its hottest, it's still only reaching, like, 79, 80, maybe. And it's still right. yeah. cooler in the shade, you know? Yeah, hopefully now it's uncharacteristically mild for the season going forward because we don't get too many cold Octobers in no. Florida, so I will take this as a win right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely loving it, for sure. Well, before we get any further yapping away about this random business like we like to do at the beginning, <laughs> we're going to kick off what we like to call our coffee break, which is brought to you by our friends at Expedition Roasters. They do pop culture and theme park-inspired coffee, so if you're interested in getting some coffee for yourself, they have lots of great roasts and flavors. Uh, check our affiliate link for them below in the episode description and use the code off the monorails at checkout to save yourself 10% on every order. So always remember that code and use it and save yourself some money and get some great coffee. And now let's kick off the coffee break. Yeah, so fellas, this, uh, this, this past Monday, Journey of Water finally opened, finally officially opened. Officially at Epcot christened yep. if you will yeah to the general public <laughs> yeah so looking forward to this one I, I know Ryan you'll be uh you'll be visiting Epcot on your upcoming trip in just a couple of days and uh by the time this this episode is premiering you'll uh you may have already experienced some of this yeah, yeah yeah looking forward to it so uh I'm sure I will 
unpack what I find and, you know, all the great things that I discover because this is something we've been seeing be built now over the course of the past, I don't know, two to three years or longer. Um, Pretty much ever since I've been a a Disney park goer, uh, the whole central area of Epcot, the neighborhood area really, it has been a black wall, and uh, yeah. it's nice to see some of them walls come down and see some progress finally. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm sure you know, if you want to see some more of this in action live, uh, as Ryan uh, Ryan experiences it, make sure you're following us at Off the Monorails on Instagram, uh, any other socials as well, Threads, TikTok, X, Facebook, YouTube. We on there at Off the Monorails. Go follow us. Go give us a like and all that jazz and. I have fun with us there, but it's a great way to uh, keep up with us when we're when we're on the go and in the parks. That's for sure. Yeah, like to stay moving, like to get to new things and try some of our favorite, you know, repeat items. So, mm-hmm. especially that being food, that's our number mm-hmm. one deal. But um, something that I came across actually today, uh, it's it's I would say it's you know Disney related because it has to do with the Marvel multiverse, really, or the universe, mm-hmm. the MCU. Um, it is under the Disney umbrella. Yeah. So the popular Battle Royale game, Fortnite, yeah, is doing a storyline right now where there is a time machine that is fixing to have an event, and the time machine is going to warp back in time. <laughs> and this is actually consistent with the an Avengers Endgame. Yeah. An <laughs> Avengers Endgame where the, the you know, a couple of the guys visit Thor in October Bad of 2023, yeah. where he was a drunken fat guy and looked kind of like me with long hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the uh, I forgot what the monster's name was that was with him, but that, that guy was playing Fortnite on the TV. Yeah. And I never noticed it until I rewatched the clip, but the, the Fortnite map was back to the original state because it's changed a, a few seasons now. Um, but it's actually foreshadowing because during the month of October 2023, the Fortnite game is actually warping back to the original map. So oh. it's consistent with the movie. Like That's... like the movie predicted this. And how long has Avengers Endgame been out? Yeah. I mean, it's been a few years. Few years. That's pretty cool. So something that detailed and minute has been foreshadowed. Like I don't know if Epic Games... It has like a deal with Marvel where they kind of like put an Easter egg in there for the the future they had of the to. game. They had, I mean, they had a, uh, they had to at least say, "Hey guys, we should probably someone on their creative team, hey, we should maybe do this as kind of a pay homage yeah. to, uh, you know, to the to the to the movie." But like even in the game, like they uh they've had uh, game modes with Thanos collecting all the Infinity Stones and the whole yeah. lobby is trying to kill Thanos and all this that and the other. And Justin even has Star Lord as one of his characters to play with on Fortnite <laughs> uh, with a rocket back bling. <laughs> so it, it's so cool how these different pop culture items are meshing together and kind of creating like a real life uh, storyline that's consistent with reality and movies. That, that's so cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty awesome that is what the brilliance of marketing will do hey yes. it'll get some people to that game i'm sure oh yeah <laughs> yep let's um I, I something else i wanted to uh, make sure we we gave a few minutes to discuss was um the once upon a studio short that premiered yes uh, this past sunday and is available now on disney plus on demand to watch uh but just nice 12 minute uh 12 minute short uh, that they produced and to celebrate the 100th anniversary of of Walt Disney Company, 
Uh, fellas, I know both of you got a chance to to watch this, and uh, just off the cuff, what what were your thoughts? Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, no other it, words can describe it. It paid the respects that were due for the amount of legacy that the the company has, let alone um, a lot of good Easter eggs in there. Mm-hmm. I I, th- I thought it was so so cleverly written and. Man, it was kind of emotional a little bit, really. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, let, let, let's break it down real quick. So, right out the gates, my heart fluttered when I saw <laughs> the albatross yes. come right out. Yeah. My heart fluttered. I was like, oh, my God. There yeah. he is. The yeah. legend himself. The guy and doesn't then get just enough love. build on top of each other. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they did it so good. Yeah, like They mixed in it was like they purposely like designed the characters to peel off the walls and become real life and interact with real life elements. Like it was, it was very, it was very unique in the way that it was designed and animated. And I love seeing all the different animation styles work together. Yes. Uh, I thought that, I mean, that's super, super unique. It also allows you to see the evolution of the Walt Disney Company and how oh, yeah. how they've gone to market yeah. with these different animation styles. Uh, and then it also, you know, it goes back to now the the newest the newest movie, you know, The Wish when it's when it comes out uh, later this year, and how they went back to pin on paper, uh, you know, animation. Yep. And they're I'm so glad they they did that on purpose. They they wanted to pay respect back to that style of animation. So yeah, the craft, they, the trade, yeah. it's a dying trade. Yeah. So I um I I was I was super thrilled to see so many characters that we that we grew up over the you know grew up with, uh you know and it was it was really it was really moving. It's a, it's a really great way to pay some respect to to Walt Disney and the vision that he had for this company and, um, and for all the people under that umbrella that had kept making it, right. you know, making it go. Um, and some of the, some of the Disney legends that have, that have paved the way, uh, you know, you know, in, under Walt directly and, and continuing his legacy. And I think it was, I think it was just a really cool tribute and a really cool way of mixing all the characters together and getting them to interact with each other. It was really, really cool. Um, you know, Merlin being like the barista was so funny. Yeah. And you had like a little Easter egg of it almost being like this coffee shop, but it's the snuggly duckling sign was on the back. And you just had these yep. little these little touches everywhere that just they took their time to pay attention to. So I want to build on that because I know I said what you know, what part of the f- short film what one stuck out best to me. Mm-hmm. So let me ask both of you, what character just made you just feel great seeing them being showcased in that short film uh i'm gonna have to be boring and inside with you on the albatross because that is a movie that you and i gravitated towards big time Mm -hmm. being the rescuers in our childhood and it's not one that's been given much fanfare Mm -hmm. even being as old as a film as it is even where we've alluded to the fact that they still play the music for it in the land pavilion at epcot uh, I, I thought it was amazing that they that they dug out that much of their, you know, archives to to bring stuff back to life, and really just how tastefully everything was put together was just the icing on top for me. That 
that short flowed better than some of the fireworks shows at Disney yeah. had at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about um, you? Jordan? I mean, there are a couple of moments that I I that I love that stuck out, you know, in total from the from the short. Uh, I'd say character wise, probably it's it's very similar to your guys, but uh, Joanna. I love seeing Joanna. In yes. Um, yeah. I mean, you really don't think you, you know, she'd pop up in there, but, um, but I was glad to see that. And then overall, I think one of my favorite moments, and you guys know, I'm um, my my spirit animal I'm, is Donald Duck, for it. and um, yeah. you know the the scene of him waiting on the elevator. Uh, with the sloth yes. waiting to go to the elevator and go, oh my! <laughs> Classic and then Baymax squeezing into it's just Donald's getting more and more yeah. frustrated by the second, and that is that is exactly me, you know. So that was <laughs> one of my favorite moments, I would say, from the from the short in total. So, how do you feel about the genie? I, I loved hearing Robin Williams as the genie one more time. Um, I and it was original audio, so I appreciate it yep. even more. Um, I do wish, I do wish that it could have been a little bit longer because we knew that we knew that they, you know, they had tipped the, their hat a little bit and said that, you know, he was going to be part of it and that there was going to be original audio used for it. I was just hoping for a little bit more interaction from it. Um, it was just, it was just basically one line. Um, it it was, you know, less than 10 seconds of that appearance. And so, I was hoping for a little bit more, so I don't want to say I was let down because I think getting right. to hear Robin Williams in original audio as the genie one more time was was great, um, but I, it did leave me wanting more. It makes you yeah. wonder, like, how many times they cut it and spliced it to put it together yeah. to, to land on what they landed yeah. on. Because there was well, so they probably many have so many B roll takes from all the well, recording right, they did right. from the movie. Correct. So. He, I mean, he ad libbed so much of that movie. Ad-libs. So, oh yeah, he, yeah. That I was trying. What I was trying to do in that moment of time is trying to figure out what part of the movie was that audio yeah. from. Right. Yeah. You know, like trying to figure out. Yeah. All right. When did they actually? What like did the they capture that for? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a little internal game I played um, with that. But yeah, I mean. At the end of the day, it was, it was nice. Um, I just, it just, yeah, you want a little bit more uh, because you can't have yeah. it essentially. Yeah, we could nitpick it and 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 find you know areas we could see improvement in it, but overall, first grand you know scheme opening grand reveal, if you will, I'm I'm f- just floored by it. Yeah. I I love every yeah. bit of it. I'll yeah. watch it a hundred times over again. I also like the fact that they brought back Jody Benson to voice yeah. Ariel yeah. in the little segment she yes. had where she was brushing her hair in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, just bringing back some of that nostalgic the 90s touch because that was Disney's heyday was the early 90s yeah. animation. That was where everything boomed off and the the mainstream really took off during, I guess that's like sort of the Eisner area or era. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that... Yeah. So many, so many great things that they they touched on to to you know get the old and the new out there mm-hmm. and let it all live together in harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you haven't had a chance to watch the watch the short, please go do so. It's on Disney Plus. If you've got it, um, go watch it. It's definitely worth definitely worth the time. Um, it was just it was really good. If you're a fan of Disney at all, growing up at any point in time, that you're inner 
you know, your, your inner child will, uh, will definitely love to, uh, love to see that. So go, go take Absolutely. a watch there. Um, and then, uh, last but not least guys, uh, we've got some, we got some new food popping up across, uh, Walt Disney world. Uh, we've got some new food over at animal kingdom. That's being, uh, that's debuted over there. Some new, some new snack options. So, you know, you know, here at off the monorails where we are big time foodies. And of course we've given you our top choices in multiple episodes for the best quick service meals at each park. We've gone through and uh, figured out, you know, our favorite snacks. And, and so it's always nice to see some new additions to, uh, to, to the parks when it comes to food. Yeah. Especially a, a food plethora like animal kingdom, just adding more to their repertoire. Uh, it's going to just lend us to go visit again and go get some new snack options. Yeah. I mean, why not? Right. It's, it's the perfect, why not? perfect excuse here. So, but I mean, you've got uh, just taking a look at some of these, you know, Harambe markets, you know, famous for their African inspired, you know, foods already to begin with. Um, but you're getting some new uh, uh, chicken bowls and shrimp bowls uh, with, you know, rice and some kind of like uh, I'm going to say like almost like a Greek inspired because uh, it's almost like a tzatziki sauce okay. with some of the peppers and um, the tomatoes Ooh. and just nice and fresh meal. Right. Um, so uh, you've got some of those options. You've got some new treats. What kind of price point are those? Um, they haven't released the prices on these yet. Uh, they're. If they're sitting around the twelve to fifteen dollar range, that's that's yeah. money right there. I would imagine so. That's about the wheelhouse for Harambe Market with the you know the the steak bowls and stuff they already have. Yeah, and I mean Tamu Tamu, you know, which is one of our favorite stops. Um, they have they they're getting some new things as well. Uh, you're also um, there's new breakfast options, which is really nice. We we you know we talked about this at, nice. at how limited Kingdom. it is. Yeah. Uh, so they're getting some new breakfast options, uh, including I, I want to. Uh, highlight one of these because it caught my eye because it's definitely different but uh they they have one called the what they're calling the stuffed pancake sandwich and so i'm listening you have my interest so basically if you were to take a, a muffin tin all right so take the muffin tin fill it with some pancake batter and then you layer sausage you layer egg cheese and guava jelly oh and then a little more pancake mixture on top of that to encapsulate it and it becomes this this you know this they're calling it the stuffed sandwich i could get down with that so you got like the the sweet the savory the contrast yeah Yeah. the 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 tart and fruity sounds like a breakfast pita like a play on yeah but you've got i mean it's just all sweet and savory Pancake, all a muffin tin. I'm down easily, easily a handheld item to just eat on the go. Exactly, exactly. That just sounds good too. Like the appetizing factors there. We're we're doing a four part challenge one of the days (laughs) while I'm down. So I am going to try and make this my first stop of the day. (laughs) Yeah, and I gotta I gotta try this out because I'm a sucker for guava, anyways. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we gotta get uh, Bree to film your uh, first bite. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try and get a snack item from each part for the the four part challenge. Go. There go. <laughs> oh, there we go. There you go. Yeah. See, that's doing. Yeah, it the and right then way. even um, Flame Tree Barbecue. You know, we always talk about Flame Trees having some really good options. Oh, um, so they're good. actually getting a new option uh, of 
uh, for the vegetarians out there, they're getting some impossible burnt ends. So now, now you've got, you can go get some French fries and you get some, uh, you know, with the, the loaded liquid gold cheese and barbecue sauce and right along with it, you get some uh, impossible burnt ends to go. Yeah. That sounds like it'll, you know, float in with the rest of the menu very well with flame tree. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that this is an option that's going to be available. So, uh, vegan friends uh join in into uh the fun that is flame tree barbecue i I would like to see flame tree get like a barbecue sweet potato like a you know Mm. like a loaded sweet potato with some sweet barbecue pulled pork in it or something yeah it'd be good contrast i feel like i feel like yeah that would hit yeah yeah and then also too um it was speaking of food and you know this year disney is debuting a new event for the holidays uh, over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and it, oh. you know Jollywood Nights is coming uh, on select nights at Hollywood Studios during the Christmas season, and they have now unveiled some of the exclusive event snacks and drink options that will be available. Ooh. Uh, so uh, you got some new things over at ABC Commissary, uh, including like a chicken empanada with street corn. Uh, they're going to be doing Ooh. some birria tacos. Um, all some, uh, great drinks. They're doing like a Mexican hot, uh, hot cocoa cheesecake. Um, they're doing uh, coconut rice pudding with a caramel rum sauce and cinnamon. Uh, they've got uh, Oaxaca old fashioned. Uh, so they've got some really cool old drinks. Fashion. They're uh-huh. doing a, a tuna ceviche over a baseline uh, beer margarita. And listen to this. They're doing. A blend of Patron Silver Tequila, a Contral Liqueur, and lime juice, and topped with the Scrimshaw Pilsner over ice. Uh, Honestly, that don't sound too bad. Yeah. No, it's got Scrimshaw Pilsner in it, bro. That's going to smack. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, I had Scrimshaw Pilsner uh, this past weekend at Disney. So. <laughs> As you should when you go to baseline. Yeah, yeah. so there you go. Uh, but yeah, they got, I mean, really, they got food, snacks. I mean, it's savory items, it's sweet items, there's drinks, uh, zero proof cocktails. They've got some, you know, foolproof cocktails. It's just galore, really, all over the park. Almost at every food establishment, they have, and it's not just one, it's, it's like three or four at each place um, that they're debuting. That's great. And I cannot go without mentioning. One of their uh, their special edition Christmas sugar cookie with mint icing in the shape of Gertie with the Santa hat. I like the idea, but you lost me at mint. Damn shame. They also serve it with mint. They're going to serve it with uh, mint soft serve as well. So, yeah. Uh, you lost me again. I don't know. Santa I'm Gertie. Nope. Got a special place. I, yeah. I, I don't do the mints. I, I like it. I mean... Especially if it's like it's mint chocolate, like an Andy's flavor. Oh, Ooh. I mean, I might and, try and it for science, for but science. I know me and mint just don't mix. I do like how some of those food items, there's like a, a Latin Hispanic kind of thing yeah. to them. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. And Hollywood Studios has needed something of that degree of, you know, just a selection of, of food like that, like for a special mm-hmm. event. So. That's that's very refreshing to see. I'll tell you. I mean, it makes me. And if these are all if these are all going to be event exclusive food items and drink items, 
Man, it really wants me to go. <laughs> makes me want to go to Hollywood Nights and spend the extra money Dude, to go I'm, to that event. I mean, yeah, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. You guys already know. I think possibly share the sentiment that it's hard to beat when it comes to Disney theming. You know, to Christmas theming at uh, at the Disney parks, uh, and it's and so, so just a special event on top of that. Less people, more food and drink options. I don't know. Yeah. Not only that, but the ambient music, like oh. their their selection of Christmas music at Hollywood Studios is banging. Yeah, the snow like, on Sunset Boulevard, looking at the Hollywood Hotel uh, with the uh, holiday yes, overlay. Yeah. I mean, there isn't a better vibe. Much better. Yeah, like yeah. it's so good. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll surprise myself and everyone else and end up at Jollywood Nights one night this year. I see you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Hell, we might do it as a podcast hey, show. Who knows? Who, who knows? I, I'm actually... Hold up. This man's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> Let him cook. Let him cook. <laughs> I, I will say, I want to give a huge shout out uh, to wrap up our coffee break. Um, I do want to give a shout out that we mentioned in our last podcast. Uh, we were going to throw out there on the socials that, you know, we wanted to get, get your gauges, get your gauge on where we should go. Uh, we, you know, we, we're celebrating our, our two-year uh, anniversary of our podcast uh, here very, very soon, and uh, you know, if we were, uh, you know, we're, we're prospecting right now and seeing if we, uh, what we should do to celebrate that. And if the occasion calls for it, uh, staying at, at Disney and where we should stay. So we threw it out there on, on Instagram and the stories. And I just want to thank everyone that, that checked out the stories and, uh, has responded, gave us, gave us some feedback there, uh, with their votes. Uh, it was, it was really nice to see. And, um, so I appreciate that and, uh, we will, we will take that, uh, and see if we can uh, see if we can run with some of those suggestions. Uh, and as mentioned in that post, of course, we're always gonna we're gonna reach out to our friends over at DVC Rental Store because they you know they got the hookup and the discounts you know. uh, up to seventy five percent off by the way on Disney rack rates uh, when it comes to the DVC resorts. So you can be rest assured that we will be uh, reaching out to them to see what points they have available for for a stay. Um, so if you want to save some money on your next Disney vacation and you want to rent points and stay at a DVC deluxe resorts, uh, hit our, hit our friends up at DVC rental store. There's a link in the episode description, click that affiliate link. And you'll, it'll take you right to the page and such an easy company to work with and uh, fantastic people and uh, just a great, great product. And it will save you some money for sure. So fellas, what do you think? What do you think we're going to, where do you think we're going to end up? Uh, I, I would, I, would I, I, I saw the results. Yeah. I would say maybe Wilderness Lodge or Riviera. Yeah, I mean it's you know during the holiday season it's you know it's I you know, we did throw out the option to have uh, you know back at Animal Kingdom Lodge where it all began you know a little bit of a romance there, but um, but I, you know there's also plenty of places we I haven't my being in proximity stayed, so. Uh, at least stayed together. And uh, Wilderness Lodge, I think, is um is a strong choice, and that's either at you know Boulder Ridge or Copper Creek. Um, any yeah, of the doesn't DVC. matter. Just yeah. the cabins. So, <laughs> cat. Justin said the cabins, the, the Cascade cabins. I mean, if someone feels generous enough, <laughs> well, hey, well, you think you're better than me? Hey, if uh, if DVC Real Store's got the big enough discount, shoot then, the shot. Yeah, you know, we can always yeah. we, if if the cards fall. Then. Absolutely, <laughs> but yeah, having stayed at Wilderness Lodge during the holiday season, um, it's 
it's on another level. That's for sure. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll keep you guys informed as always. And uh, so stay tuned to the socials and keep on listening to find out uh, what becomes reality. So but again, appreciate you guys uh, interacting with us and uh, casting your vote there. Much appreciated. Yeah. So wrapping up the coffee break there, let's uh, let's dive into the topic of today's episode. Uh, let's kick it off with Jordan's way down I-95 <laughs> south, hitting I-4, going westbound, south, westbound, roughly, <laughs> and uh, heading to Lake Buena Vista. Let's, uh, let's start there, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for the introduction, Justin. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it was a good trip because we hadn't been in... It's been about a month or so uh, since we since we went. This is all you know, family in tow. So uh, the four of us, uh, my wife and my two sons, and then uh, and my mom as well. Uh, so five of us total in the party, uh, and we didn't stay on uh, we didn't stay on property uh, this this time. We were going to be hitting the parks casually, uh, but we wanted to take advantage of some of the other things that, to do as well. Uh, so didn't didn't. Uh, have a on property stay this time. We just stayed at a good neighbor hotel, uh, a Homewood suite. So we've stayed at numerous, numerous times. Uh, it's, you know, decent hotel, de- very good price and, and, and close enough proximity there, you know? Uh, so, uh, but, uh, for Friday, we, we went down Friday evening and really didn't, uh, do anything that, that evening. Uh, but, uh, so f- the, festivities really started on saturday and we had some big plans saturday we we wanted to kind of go into as you guys know and we talked about on the on the last episode that we were planning to go to hollywood studios we hadn't been to hollywood studios in quite a while uh been in been several months right. um just hasn't shaken out on our past several visits to to go there so um so we ended up back at hollywood studios which is which is really nice and like i said it we were met with some milder weather uh, which is also just fantastic we got to go on, uh, we went through Runaway Railway first, uh, first off. Oh, and yeah. it, I mean, it wasn't terrible. I mean, the park was like fairly busy, but it wasn't extremely busy. We ended up waiting for that ride for, I'd say 45 minutes, but uh, it wasn't. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't a terrible wait. Um, you know, we, we, we got in at, and the, the queue was outside. So you knew it was going to be a little bit of a wait there, but it wasn't terrible. And like I said, the, the weather was so mild that um, it, it was it didn't damper the spirits or anything like that and wasn't wasn't hard to uh to stay in that line uh but yeah we wanted to try to take advantage of some of the shows uh it had been a very long time since we'd done any of the shows uh so we were we were trying to get over to uh to time it everything just right to go to the frozen show first um and just timing wise we just want to rush everything so when we got off mickey and minnie's runaway railway uh we headed over to, you know, one of our favorite spots, uh, Baseline Tap House. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, we, you know, we had to we had to take in some of the refreshments there and and go with uh go with the the big beers, you know, for like what it's like a dollar more versus you know twenty ounce versus a sixteen ounce. So economics, yeah, got to do it. So they had a really good list of beers this go around. Some of their uh, go-to, you know, standby options from Golden Road. They had the Red Seal from North Coast, which is one I really, really like. They had the Scrimshaw Pilsner, uh, which I know Ryan and I both like as well. Uh, but um, oh, yeah. but I decided to go with uh, with the Oktoberfest, um, and so just to be, Ooh, yeah, just choice. to have it. It's October. It is when right? in Rome. <laughs> so um, that the pretzel never, you know, is is still undefeated there. Um, the charcuterie board, Facts. 
still just as good. Uh, and uh, got a fun piece of uh, content there as well, which I can't wait to, sh- uh, to share with everybody. And uh, so if you're listening to this now as, as the episode premieres, um, just be on the lookout next uh, next couple of days for uh, for some content uh, from Baseline. Uh, but yeah, w- one of our favorite places to go. And, and you know, it's um, it's really hard to beat the atmosphere there. Just standing underneath that that tree and just, um, you know, just taking in taking in a cool, you know, mild day, just like much like when we visited um, and the first time with you guys. Um, it, it was yeah. it, it very much that same same type of atmosphere and and you know environment. So it was super super good. Uh, but after baseline, it was it, again timing wise, right? We're just trying to time it up to uh, to go to the frozen show. Uh, we didn't. We were a little bit off on the timing, so we said, "Hey, I wanted to spend some time." I, again, I mentioned this. I wanted to spend some a little bit of time dedicated to to Galaxy's Edge. Hadn't been there in a little while. Uh, hadn't spent much time there, and so wanted to just walk around and enjoy some of the some of the festivities there in in Galaxy's Edge. So yeah, you were rocking proper attire for Galaxy's yeah, Edge, too. Yeah, by the way. yeah, yes. I had were. the uh, the summer snips uh, shirt from uh, our friends over at Roosevelt's. Uh, if, man, they that that shirt is it's an Ahsoka inspired uh, design. So uh, it's. It's really, really cool. It's one of my favorites that they've ever made. Very colorful. Um, you guys, yeah. And, you know, we're, we're huge fans of their work. And um, so when, when I say that it's one of their, the best they've made, it definitely means something. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we were, we were venturing through, uh, through Galaxy's Edge and just checking out some of the shops, just seeing all the, some of the new stuff, new merchandise. Went through the marketplace. Uh, I, we ended up going to the Kasaka's kettle, uh, and they had the droid parts, uh, popcorn bucket there. Nice. So added the, added to the collection, uh, which is a really, really cool, uh, bucket. I'm trying to see if I have it nearby. It's a little out of reach right now, but, uh, it's really cool bucket. Um, if you haven't seen, we'll, I'll post some, uh, photos of it on, on our Instagram and, uh, you can check it out. Uh, but yeah, it's really good. Have you guys had the popcorn from there? Yes. Several times. What kind did you what time did you get? I got the sweet because I don't do the okay. heat okay. stuff. Um, but the sweet I, I have to be in the yeah. mood for it because it does it it does get old yeah. after a while. Just like a kettle but, uh, corn sweet or yeah, yeah they like rotate they rotate what they have. Um they had they had one that was just like classic like uh salt butter, and that's what we end up getting. But they also had uh okay. a a blueberry lemon, uh, sweet chili, and lime popcorn. Mm. I and I thought that was super super interesting. I I wanted to try it, but we were we were primarily getting the popcorn for the for the kids, and uh, so wasn't quite sure how they would uh how they would like that one. So decided I didn't want to waste money on a popcorn that uh, no one would eat. So went with the safe choice uh but uh, yeah they have these rotating uh popcorns that are interesting to try so if you are interested in something like that something a little different then swing by there uh and if you're interested in popcorn buckets like the like the droid parts bucket that we picked up uh you can do that uh you can do that as well for a limited time not sure how long they're gonna be available i know they were available for a little bit of time and then they went away for a while and they popped back up uh, while we were there so we were lucky enough to do that uh, but yeah, we were walking around Galaxy's Edge, um, stormtroopers walking around freely uh, in multiple areas, which was always 
which is always fun uh, to interact with with those guys and uh, just um, to mess with them a little bit too. And and it's also funny to watch people that aren't expecting to interact with them, you know, be caught off guard and inter- <laughs> and end up interacting with them. Uh, they don't really know what to do or what to say. It's just uh, it's we get so intimidated. Yeah, yeah. As long that, as they don't say "live long and prosper," I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is um, there's definitely some people who just kind of get that just like frozen, you know, just like I don't know what to do, and now I'm kind of scared. Um, <laughs> what would they do if you told them to execute Order sixty six? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <gonna> find out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's just a good time to uh, to walk around and and you know just take in all the scenery and just the great theming that 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 land really is. I, I we walked as we walked through there. Of course, we walked through the main entrance uh, there. You know, by by baseline, and as we're walking through the tunnel and we come out there and you know, right next to, uh, you know, rise of resistance, uh, entrance. And I just, I just look over to my, to my mom and to my wife and like, this place still gets me every time I walk through here, you know, like it just, it's it's encapsulating. It still is like one of the most immersive themed environments you can be a part of. It blows my mind that they are so successful in making it feel like you are literally on another planet. You can't see anything else. Mm -hmm. You can't hear anything else. Uh, it's, it's incredible. It really is. And I, it just, it gets me every time it blows me away every time I can't wait till, and we've talked about this on several episodes throughout our history, but I can't wait for them to, to expand more and do more with that land. Yeah. Uh, I hope we yeah. don't lose some of that immersiveness in the process. Right. Uh, but yeah, I just, I want more from that land as well. Uh, but it's such, it's just a good time. I mean, we didn't ride any of the rides, but we spent, God, we spent at least an hour in Galaxy's Edge. You don't have to, though. Just walking through shops it. and walking through the environments and interacting with, you know, with things. Yeah. And so it was just, man, it was just a really, it's a really good time to to go through there. And our um and so it was kind of time for us to go over and head to head to the Frozen show. So we were booking it over there. And here's the part of you know, traveling with kids at Disney. Uh, you never know what's going to come up. And so, of course, as as we're rounding the corner over there, passing baseline, passing, you know, uh, star tours uh, and approaching and, you know, making our beeline to uh, to the theater there, the Hyperion Theater for uh, the Frozen show. You get that uh, you get that, you know, hey, daddy, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And so uh, oh, yeah. like and you just walk past. Yeah. Bathrooms. Yeah. Like, like, already, oh, hey, yep. um, what's look at you know you look at the clock and you're like all right i'm doing the math if we stop and go to the bathroom we probably aren't making this show but if the kid says he's got to go to the bathroom he's got to go to the bathroom so take care of the kid make a beeline to to the theater and we literally walk up and they are closing it off at the stanchions i'm like yes come on yep uh, so we did not, we did not get to watch the Frozen show uh, this trip. As do you realize what yeah. you've done? I mean, we, <laughs> we, 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 we literally spent three hours like just pushing this right, pushing this event to occur, and it's now time to that you know we stuck to the time. Yeah, we're going to go to this time now, and that happens, and so. We uh we made the best of it though. We uh you know 30 minutes later the Beauty and the Beast show was was starting. And so we made our way down Sunset Boulevard 
and uh, stopped at Fairfax Fair. Got some nice treats there before before the nice. show. So have you guys, have either of you had the Enchanted Rose dessert from Fairfax Fair? I have not. Isn't that the cupcake with uh, the it's, rose on It's top? not a cupcake, but you're on the right track. It is a dark chocolate mousse with uh, black currants and Morello cherry chocolate shortbread cookie. Uh, it's got whipped cookies and cream fluff. That's the great and stuff. And then it is gilded with uh, chocolate covered yep. cocoa nibs. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've had this once. It was I think. super good, super rich. <laughs> I highly suggest it. Morello cherries. That's it bomb. was it was really, really good. Uh it, it was a soft cookie or a hard cookie? It was it's a hard it's a hard cookie at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Very I'm thin. To remember it off the top. It sounds yeah, very familiar. Um, man, it was it was really good. And then they had this drink, uh, the specialty uh, is non-alcoholic specialty drink called the Cup of Enchantment. Again, we're sticking with the Beauty and Beast theme because the show is literally across the street from Fairfax Fair. Right. But this is um, this is cranberry and passion fruit, orange guava. So it's juices. So it's hog juice. hog juice with cranberry, and then it's topped with yellow shimmer you get a little gold flake in there and strawberry boba pearls oh man, man that's a, a wild a shot of of Creek in that and you got a hell of a drink you could have done a lot of damage with that um it was super good super good 729 definitely a little expensive for what it is i mean it's a 16 ounce you know drink so it's not there's not much to it at the end of the day but refreshing uh, i'm sure yeah it was that drink was really good it was really different uh and that enchanted rose dessert at 579 as rich as that was i mean we split it between three people you know just taking small bites of it because it was that rich that you were okay with taking a few bites here right. and there of it uh we also got the pumpkin patch cookie uh, which is a pumpkin spice snickerdoodle cookie oh my gosh. topped with the uh, pumpkin spice buttercream yes. and pumpkin candies for four seventy nine. Half dozen. Uh, this of was them. a Thank you. this dude. This was a large cookie, man. It was the size of my palm. Like it was, it was, it was a big cookie. I want both. Uh, and you know, th- thick. <laughs> that pumpkin, the pumpkin spice buttercream on it was perfect. That was amazing. Um, so yeah, it was. It was a really good, uh, really good cookie. So they ended up working out really well. It was a good stop. We got to try some new things there. And then we took it over to the Beauty and the Beast show, got good seats, watched that show. And by the time that show got done, we're walking out the park and, uh, you know, getting our things. And it's, you know, it's 145 approaching two o'clock. And we had some, we had some plans uh, for the evening. So didn't want to ruin those plans. So we decided, hey, let's just call it a day today at the park. Uh, let's make sure let's get back to the hotel. Let's let the, everybody get a nap in because we've got some plans. So when I tell you guys we have some plans, I said last week, I teased, I said, guys, we have something to talk about because I will be going and having dinner at a place none of us have ever been. And I know you guys know where we went because I sent some some photos to you guys oh, did while we you? were there. Um, I teased it in the story. So if you're following us on Instagram, you got a little small Sneak peek. Uh, I literally took a picture and, and shared the uh, the carpet uh, from the ele- that, that we saw when we got off the elevator. Uh, they may also give you a hint. Uh, but got ready for dinner and headed over to one of my favorite places on Disney property. Uh, that is none other than Disney's Riviera Resort. Um, 
as you guys know, we've we've gone over to Riviera together. It was very hard for me to uh, to walk right past <laughs> Bar Riva and not not go in for a drink or for some of those wings. Yeah. But uh, I could not do that because I did not want to ruin my dinner or my appetite for the dinner that was forthcoming at none other than Topolino's Terrace, mm-hmm. uh, which, of course, is on the top floor of Disney's Riviera Resort. And this is a, a higher-end restaurant. Uh, it is a very, I would say it's, it's, a much, it's an elevated dining experience. I'll say that you, you for sure, you, as soon as you walk in, you see the wine cases and you see the, the, the fresh pasta, um, that they have on display and you get the understanding very, very quickly that you are in an elevated signature dining. Yeah. You're going to have a signature dining experience. We're not here. in Kansas anymore. Uh, so no, no, you're not. <laughs> Um, I, I thought it was funny cause I've seen plenty of this, uh, plenty of this restaurant, this restaurant's harder to get a reservation for, right. um, the most difficult reservation are breakfast because they are character meals, uh, during breakfast, but dinner, uh, also pretty hard to get. Uh, we were lucky enough to just snag it a few weeks ago and, um, and I'd had heard nothing but great, great things. Um, the setting was incredible. We, we got there, our, our reservation was at five fifty. Uh, perfect time because as we were sitting down, the sun's just continuing to 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 set yep. um, throughout throughout the dinner service. Uh, we got some incredible shots. If you if you're on our Instagram, you've seen a little sneak peek video of uh, of the sun's you know finally kind of cresting to set there. Um, just a beautiful beautiful atmosphere to uh, to eat dinner at um, and just sights galore. But let's talk about the menu, guys. Let's talk about. Uh, some of the some of the starters that we got to enjoy. They do have a bread service that they bring around to you with some um, with some fresh freshly cold pressed imported uh, olive oil. I can't tell you where it where it came from. I know I just know that it was imported. They gave me a huge spiel about how it was hand processed and hand pressed, uh, you know, hand mashed, you know, to get the oils uh, and then and cold pressed to preserve it and bottle it. Um, and it was delicious. Just that with the bread was, was incredible enough. Uh, but we did get, uh, a couple of the starters from the menu and this menu is, is littered with incredible, like flavorful, uh, starters. Uh, but we went with the, uh, gnocchi, uh, which is, uh, a, of course, uh, the potato pasta gnocchi, but with braised lamb shoulder, uh, mushrooms and a red wine jus mm. and then some like crispy shredded carrots on top uh-huh. which are great because you got the the gnocchi is so so soft right so delicate mm-hmm. and frankly it can get mushy a little bit uh you've got these these mushrooms you've, and you've got the lamb sh- the braised lamb shoulder which is fall apart just so tender uh and, and the flavor that flavor was just all the way through every every bite, and then those shredded carrots—they're um, almost like they're almost like petrified. So they gave like a little bit of a crunch to it, um, which was a nice texture change. Um, but this was a great starter for us to kind of just get that palate kind of going. You know, the juice is flowing a little bit. Uh, for and it was eighteen dollars. So again, this is a little bit. This is a signature dining experience at Disney World. The the price points are going to be a little bit higher, uh, but in my opinion, uh, it's worth it. Uh, so 
The Yoki dish was $18 to start. We also got the house ricotta for, made fresh there in-house, uh, served uh, with, uh, with tomato, aged balsamic, cracked pepper, basil. Uh, it, this, this ricotta, uh, for $17, we were, you know, the three of us, uh, the three adults at the table were eating this nonstop, and we still had some, you know, uh, left over. Uh, it was incredible. I kept going back to it. I knew that I had an entree coming, and I I just could not stop myself from eating bread with ricotta. I just kept grabbing another piece of bread, spreading some ricotta on it, taking another bite, and kept on and kept on. It was it was so so good. Um, but they've got they have also got things like um, a burrata with uh, with peaches and prosciutto and basil. They have a uh, a duck confit caramel. Uh, they have uh, they have some olives. They they have a lot of different things. They even have escargot uh, on the menu here. So a lot of fine um, Italian and French inspired cuisines here uh, at at Topolino's Terrace. And then uh, for the for the entrees, um, my wife got the sea scallops. They are served with uh, English pea risotto, zucchini, pickled veggies, and uh, that was came in at fifty four dollars. And I'll tell you guys that this these scallops were, man, half dollar or more in diameter. I mean, they were they were large, thick boys. Let me tell you, um, but seared to seared to perfection, uh, I would say. Uh, my my mom she she opted for the roasted cauliflower steak. So this is a plant based, uh, fully plant based dish. Uh, for thirty seven dollars, uh, it was served with farro, fava beans. Uh, arugula, radish, and green peppercorn dressing. Did she get a bottle uh, of Chianti with that? Yeah, yeah, right. Papa <laughs> bean. Uh, it was, you know, super flavorful. I, I, I tried it. It was seasoned like a, like a good steak. I mean, yeah. So it was, it was really good. It's a really good option. You know, plant based option for those interested uh, in that. And then uh, for, for myself. You know, I had to do it if I was if I was here at Topolino's. I had to get the fillet. Oh yeah, yeah. cooked to perfection. I mean, just incredible, incredible fillet. I uh, served with asparagus, a carrot puree, uh, and some uh, palms uh, fondantes. Uh, so those are the potatoes, uh, kind of kind of uh, mashed slightly, uh, just to kind of break and tenderize them. Uh, but and then seared uh, with a bordelais mm. uh, as yes. well to, to top it. And just at fifty nine dollars, uh, this is one. This is one of the better steaks uh, that I've had at Disney. Um, and so, you know, we are on our quest for for trying as many steaks on Disney property as possible. And uh, you know, and so I think I think this is at this at this moment, this may be one of the front runners. Uh, to be how did you fair. order your steak? What what wellness do you order? Oh, medium preferably? rare, medium okay. rare, my man. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, which was it was it was perfect for this cut, perfect for um, for the accompaniment. Um, it was, it yeah, it was just it was super good. Is I, it a six or eight ounce fillet? Um, I think it was a ten ounce fillet, if I'm not mistaken. Well, fifty nine dollars, oh, yeah, that ain't I think bad. It was a sizable fillet. Though. It was a it was a, I mean it was a good size. It was a good size. Um, and then they do have uh, accompaniments or enhancements that you can that you can put and add to these entrees. Uh, like mush- roasted mushrooms, grilled shrimp, uh, asparagus, or seared scallops. Uh, we didn't we didn't opted for for none of those. Um, and they do have some really interesting desserts. Um, but again, 
I ate my weight. It felt like in ricotta <laughs> and gnocchi. Uh, that after I got done with the steak and everything else, that uh, the desserts just weren't uh, weren't in the cards. Um, I do want to call out that they do have some really good kid options as well here. Uh, they have a rigatoni uh, with tomato sauce. Uh, we were also able to ask uh, for one of the rigatonis to, to come plain. Uh, and then they actually had this almost Alfredo sauce. Uh, so they brought that for one of the for one of the kids uh, to have there. It comes with two sides. Uh, they also have a they also have a uh, grilled steak for the kids at eighteen fifty. Again, two two Pretty side selections uh, with a drink as well. And I think it was a fillet. It looked like a four ounce fillet is what it looked like. Which Ryan, do you know off the top of head what your what the steak option at Steakhouse seventy one dinner service was? It was sirloin. Okay, it was uh, four ounces of sirloin. Okay. Do you know what the price? Do you remember what the price point was about on that? I'm wanting to say it was. I mean, anywhere between fourteen and seventeen dollars. Okay. Yeah, so pretty comparable. Yeah. Yeah, but it's one side and or it's two sides, but uh, one of the sides is an ice cream sundae, so it's technically like a side and a dessert. Yeah, and that's what we did here. It could end up being. Yeah, that's what we did here. Um, The side, the side options are roasted carrots, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, fruit salad. And gelato. So, the, uh, of course, the kids opted for oh, one cool. of theirs being a, 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 a chocolate gelato. They have vanilla or chocolate to choose from. But, uh, yeah, so they were able to do that, get a nice – and the gelato was nice, too, because they they put the, the – they had the chocolate gelato, and then they had these little slivers of chocolate and made it like a Mickey Of course they shape. did. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, it was, uh-huh. it, was nice. it was super cool. Uh, and, of course, uh, Topolino's means – Mickey Mouse in, in Italian. So oh, really? um just stick there with the with the theme all the way down to the dessert. So uh really just a really inviting atmosphere. And like I said, after we um we did take advantage of that sunset occurring after we got done with dinner. Yes. We slipped out to the terrace gorgeous. that's right there, um, attached to the restaurant. And that it's a really cool they've got they've got plenty of just standing space and then they've got some seating out there as well. Just some like lounge style seating. I was impressed about just how much space the restaurant as a whole had. I mean, it's got a That's ton. Good. Any video that I've seen or photos don't really give the restaurant justice for how how big the space actually is. Um, the terrace was very sizable. And then they had a, a pretty large area of, of like bar seating and high top seating around the bar. Uh, so I was impressed by that, too. And, and now it just makes me. You know, it makes me want to go over to uh, go over there and just try to mosey up to the bar at Topolino's and get some service there. Uh, you know, even if I don't have a reservation. Uh, so that was something that was new to me. I didn't really even know wasn't was you know could be an option until till we went till we went the other night. So stick that one um, in my back pocket. Exactly. Exactly. So all in all, yes, this is a this is a signature dining restaurant. So. Uh, it's and it's at Disney World, so you are going to pay some some fair prices for this uh, stuff. But in my opinion, uh, the the prices were worth every penny uh, of this meal. Uh, you could you could definitely taste the difference in the uh, in everything that you ate, and um, it was just super super solid meal. Along with that, with the with this type of dining, this level of dining, you you kind of expect a certain service level as well. And uh, our, our server that night, Andrea, uh, she was fan fantastic. She was so, so good. Um, one of the best servers 
uh, and just service experiences I've had in general, not at Disney in general. She was wow. amazing. So, um, so yeah. So if you find yourself at Topolino's uh, and uh, Andrea's working um, and uh, and at your table, then you are in for a treat. Um, so uh, that was dinner. We we wrapped up the evening with uh, with a with a Skyliner uh, ride. So we literally nice. uh, oh, of walked over. We, we got some uh, coffee from Le Petit Cafe and uh, hopped onto the Skyliner from the Riviera and just took it over to uh, took it over to Epcot. And literally got off the station there at International Gateway and walked right back around and got right back on and uh, and took it right back to uh, to Riviera where we where we had parked for dinner. So uh, just a nice, cool evening ride uh, on nice. the on the Skyliner. Never hurt anybody. So it was. Uh, yep. Taking full advantage of exactly. the chance you have. You're exactly. already there. It costs nothing. It gets you a coffee. Get yep. the vibe and see what we're talking yeah, about. It was, it, it was so good. I love it. So uh, we we did that and uh, went back and got some shut eye for for the evening, and uh, and because in the morning we were we were, we had some other plans to attend to. So uh, we started off the Sunday morning with uh, breakfast at Steakhouse Seventy One, one of our favorites. Yes. And uh, you know, guys, we've I'm I'm trying to get through this menu as we've as we've visited this restaurant now. Uh, so. <laughs> You know, the first time we visited, uh, we had the uh, blueberry lemon pancakes, which were delicious. Delicious. Uh, the the second time, which is a few months back, uh, I had the steak and eggs here, which is four ounce fillet uh, with with uh, you know with the accompaniments there. Uh, also very very good. And so this time, again, making my way through the menu, uh, I got the I finally got the Waltz uh, prime rib hash. Yes. Uh, with the fried yes. eggs, and uh, man, let me tell you. This was if you're looking for a savory breakfast, <laughs> this this is it, man. Yes. It is it is so so good. Um, the contrast to all the other options on the menu, it's completely different than anything else. Uh, it's it was super good. It was super good. I got a saw. I got a, uh, I saw our original server uh, who took care of us uh, originally when we originally went together. I got to see him, and then, um, and then our our server that morning, Bethany. She was she was also really good, um, especially taking care of the kids and their you know their knees and sometimes how they can be you know how they can be picky or you know slightly difficult uh, early in the morning. So, uh, she she did great. Um, I did the seasonal pancakes right now were the uh, with pumpkin pancakes. Got to try a little bit of those too. Oh man, they tasted like a cinnamon roll. It was incredible. Oh. But yeah, uh, and of course, every time I visited this restaurant, and every time I will continue to uh, visit this restaurant, I will get the grits. And so I got the grits. Must. And it's yeah. my goodness. They are literally, they life changing. These, these have to be the best grits I've ever eaten. They yeah. are, they yeah. are, they're yes. stoking. They have, they are <laughs> literally the same every time. You know, this, the, my third time getting them now, and they've been consistent. They are incredible. I man, I just I love them. I it's, love them. It's literally like they have been cooking those grits in the same pot for thirty years, <laughs> yeah. uncleaned. Like they just kept it going. Well, if I remember correctly, <laughs> it's the it's the chef's family recipe. I think for those so. Grits, if I'm I not mistaken, so. I I wish a Victor was Victor. was Victor, Victor our server's yeah, name that we had. I think it was Victor yeah. that told us that whenever we first yeah. tried them. I man, I. I want the recipe because they're man, they're so good. 
So good. Yeah, you so taste there. the love in it. If you're if you're going to Steakhouse 71 or if you're looking for a good breakfast on Disney property, go to Steakhouse 71, please. Like people still aren't giving it enough credit. It's still, you know, I, it was nice to see when we were there. This was the busiest I've ever seen it. So that was nice. It was nice to have that for a change that people were actually experiencing Steakhouse 71 for breakfast now. But yeah. I, it still needs more people. It still needs more people. Um, I don't want to gatekeep this. Please go, please go visit because it it's great. Uh, but absolutely get the get the grits whenever you visit. Um, we we headed over, walked over to uh, we had parked at TTC and then taken the monorail over to Contemporary for breakfast, and then we walked over to Magic Kingdom. Just has nice little Magic Kingdom morning. Uh, got in, crowds were really good. We didn't have, I mean, we had fifteen to twenty minute wait for Tomorrowland Speedway. Got on the cars. Uh, we walked over and had you know a five minute wait for people mover hopped on there oh yes uh, we were going to go over to uh to buzz lightyear space ranger spin but it was down so we went over to laugh floor literally walked in there had a five minute wait to wait for the next show and um did you do did, your best steve Colonel impression <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was um it was a, it was a good show it was, it was funny uh and then uh we were we went over to go do a space ranger spin because it, by the time we got out of the monsters Inc. lab floor it said 15 minute wait and then we got in line and we were waiting in line outside for five minutes or so and we hadn't moved and i'm like okay this is definitely going to be more than 15 minutes because we we're still outside um and we had to wrap around still outside a, a couple times so we bailed on it and went over to uh went over to uh the teacups because it was a walk on essentially. Uh, so we did that. And then uh, by the time we did that and got a snack from, uh, from cosmic rays, uh, which they have this, this, I mean, it's pure sugar, but the, they have this shake drink thing. That's um, kind of like a slushy, but it's a, a Sully inspired. It's like cotton candy. I mean, it's like blue and pink and looks like Sully's fur. Um, it's pure sugar, but it was, I mean, it was tasty if you like cotton candy, but, um, but yeah, picked up one of those. And then, uh, we headed over to, uh, to the train to, and caught it from, from Fantasyland station. Nice. So I uh, got a roll by, uh, roll by Tron and, uh, over there, uh, and back around to the front of the park and, uh, then just, uh, got off the train and experienced, you know, took in a little bit of main street for a few minutes and, it, we uh we we headed out from there uh because all the wait times now were starting to boost up i think you know they were getting 30 45 minutes plus on on everything so it was the day we were going home so we didn't want to didn't want to push it too much there uh especially with the kids so uh we we headed out of there and because we were part of TTC we could take our time getting back to back to the car uh and some uh some new items some new menu items had dropped at one of our favorite places and so we took the boat over to Wilderness Lodge. And uh, if you know us and you know some of our favorite places at Wilderness Lodge, then you know we are talking about Geyser Point, uh, which is a which is a uh, lounge uh, style restaurant, uh, right, nestled right on the water there at Wilderness Lodge. And they have recently, they had like a couple days prior to this, um, this was last Sunday. They had now, uh, they now added some, some new menu items to, to their, to their menu. So 
wanted to try some of these. You know, you know, our favorites here, like the bison cheeseburger, um, has has been on the menu for a while. Uh, their 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 multi grain salad with salmon is also a, a, a staple for us. The turkey BLT also super super good. The smoked turkey in that is phenomenal. Uh, but they added some new items to it um, to the menu, so wanted to give some of these a shot. Uh, so they have added some uh, macaroni and cheese bites uh, with uh, and served with some tomato and like a tomato pepper jam to spread on it. Um, so ten dollars you get a you get three of these. I'm gonna say fist size uh, mac and cheese bites. So large, little little large on the price tag, but still large as size. Uh, so I will say mac and cheese bites. They're obviously these are a new item. Did not really impress me. Uh, the there wasn't much flavor to them without mm. the tomato pepper jam. That's a shame. Uh, so probably won't get those again. If you if you are a fan of mac and cheese bites, the best ones on property are still over at wine bar george oh, um yeah the, the another um new menu item that we uh that's that's there and that we got was the charcuterie flatbread uh for 17 bucks this is a standard flatbread and uh it's the base of it is smoked gouda beer cheese okay i'm listening okay. <laughs> yeah uh topped with salami brisket chorizo and bacon and then they drizzle balsamic on, on top of it. Um, this was super good. It was super flavorful. Uh, it was it was great. It was a great, great flatbread. So if flatbreads are your thing or just a you know, meats are your thing, uh, then this is uh definitely worth uh definitely worth snagging next time you're over at Kaiser Point. And then they added they they used to have, you know, one style of chicken wing here, uh, but now they've actually change the chicken wings all together and now they have a variety of three that you can choose from they have a choice now of teriyaki thai chili or sriracha buffalo i opted for the thai chili uh these are 15 dollars. there's i think there was uh there was six or eight wings i can't remember the exact counts uh, i believe it was six so pretty on par for the po- for the price point of wings today the going rate plus you're at disney so add a little bit there um I think that these wings were okay for me on this on this taste scale. Um, I wish they would have a little more chili to them, you know, a little bit more of the kick from the chili. Um, so that would be my only complaint. But if you're in the mood for wings and you're here, they're not bad. They're not bad. They're you could you could get them, um, but there are better wings on property, and including the aforementioned uh, Bariva wings. Um, but yeah, uh, we had that's that's what we had for some of the new stuff. They did uh, w- they did also add one new a kids option that I want to highlight, um, and that is a turkey bento box. Uh, so they actually have like the traditional like pinwheel style like turkey sandwich, uh, mm-hmm. and then it's served with a variety of um, of veggies. So you got your some carrot sticks, uh, and then you got some um, some grapes and. A couple other little accompaniments for for that in served in a bento style box. So it was cute, and for eight dollars, I think it's a pretty good deal. I, I think it's a good lighter snack if you want to go that route. Um, you can you can feel good about grabbing it. And uh, of course, this is where I got the uh, this is where I got my uh, scrimshot pilsner mm-hmm. uh, to enjoy. So hey. yeah, it was. It was uh it was a good good time. The serve it, it took a little while to to wait for the table 
to be ready. Uh, but we just hung out by the lake there, and they have you know right there at the community hall there at uh, you know, at Wilderness Lodge. It's it nestles right along the lake there next to Geyser Point. So we just played some games, and they have pool and ping pong and foosball and uh, cornhole there, and just. It was a super, super nice day. The weather was fantastic. You know, nice, gentle breeze coming through right across the water. It wasn't a bad wait. Let's just say that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, after after that, after we wrapped up there, we just made our way back, you know, did the the boat to the to the monorail gauntlet back to the car. And uh, that was that was all she wrote for uh, for this trip. But again, it was great to uh, great to get back, take in the fall vibes. Uh, for for one last time before it gets changed over uh, at Magic Kingdom, and uh, just you know experience some of the new food items. Uh, and uh, but yeah, the highlight for sure of this trip was Topolino's Terrace. Um, great restaurant. Um, can't say enough good things about it. And I can't wait to go back and try some other other dishes there now. I'm I'm just glad you guys got some good weather, so it yes. lended you the ability, like you said, to take in galaxy's edge and when you have good weather like that it makes it makes taking your time that much easier because you're not worried about hurrying back to get in a pool or trying to find some ac you can take the time to stop look around see yeah. things hear things you're not worried about people breathing on you because you just the, the air is just crisp and you don't feel stuffed it up. does yeah it does change the way that you experience the parks how you dictate your day it it yeah it's it's night and day visiting when the weather is cooler like this and it wasn't cold by any means it was just cooler it was mild it's super nice breezy uh but compared to you know the heat of the summer and just so it's just saturated in sweat yeah um it's it's much different uh experience and so much so much better of an experience that's for sure Absolutely. I mean, if you catch me in 50, 60 degree weather, I'll ride on the damn Skyliner all damn day. Yeah. Catch yeah. So, so, I mean, it's a great time to get to the parks uh, right now. I mean, you've got milder days uh, for the foreseeable future. And uh, hopefully Mother Nature is nice to us the rest of the way. And, you know, we just in smooth sailing. Uh, but I think, you know, Ryan, now I, I'm now I'm looking forward to to hearing about your trip that's upcoming and, and some of the new experiences you, you guys are going to have and you, you know, get to take in uh, all this with, with similar weather, it looks like. And uh, it's just going to be, it's going to be a really, really fun experience, I think for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like in, in my mind, I feel like uh, Rose Dawson from the Titanic. It's like, it's been <laughs> 83 years since I've been to Disney <laughs> when in all reality, it's been just shy of four months, but yeah, uh, if, that's a long time. If you've if you guys uh, have listened to us any, you know how often I was going to the parks for the past better part of two and a half to three years. Uh, it's a bit of a culture shock to go this long without it. So I am yeah. rearing to get down there, and of course, this is going to be mine and my wife's first true kid free experience because we did go, you know, during the holidays last year for just a night, and that was really yeah. to you know, do some Christmas shopping and, and we just kind of made a little bit of a date night out of it too. But to have four full days to really explore and Unwind. just, you know, find a different side of it that, you know, we've talked about and I haven't really got to see yet. I finally get to live it out. So 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward yep. to everything I can bring to the table in the coming weeks uh, as far as covering the podcast and whatever we can get out there on the socials for you guys to, to take up. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you what you put on the socials Same. and see and just see it just through your lens. Um because yeah, it is different. I mean, like like I mentioned, right? We we love taking the kids uh to Disney and seeing it through their eyes, but it's it's such a completely different experience when you get to go and and experience some adult Disney and that's what we specialize in, right? It's what we that's what we've always harkened back to is that adult perspective on uh, on this place and so yeah, it'll be a much different lens, uh, and I can't wait to to see see it all unfold. So yeah, if you want to see it with us and and watch along uh, with Justin and I and see what Ryan is getting into, be sure you're following us at Off the Monorails right now. If you're listening to this episode right now, he's at Disney right now. Ryan is at Disney, so at Off the Monorails, go follow us if you haven't done so already. And uh, and while you're at it. Wish him a happy anniversary with his wife. That's the whole yeah. reason they're going down there. So wish them a happy anniversary. Hopefully they're having a grand time at uh, Disney when you're listening to this. And uh, Ryan, I, I'm looking forward to hearing what what all you guys get into. Uh, you know, you've you've put in the work listening to me and Jordan ramble on about adult Disney, and now you get <laughs> to live it out. So I'm excited, dude. Like for both of you and Brianna. Um, yeah. I can't wait to to reconvene with you. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll definitely be boots on the ground and in full force with a drink in my hand and a smile on my face. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, doing it right. Yeah. Well, before we go, want to mention, uh, just remind you to go check out offthemonorails.com. That's our website. There's a blog there. You can find some tips and trick articles, some dining reviews, things like that. Go check it out. Bookmark it. Save it for your plan- trip planning. Uh, we try to use that as a resource for you when you're planning. Also, visit the shop at offthemonorails.com. We've got a plethora of items there. Uh, we've got some seasonal items. We've got some of our, just our go-to favorites for all year long. Go check out the shop. It will help us out if you get something. All proceeds go right back to the operations of the show. It kind of keeps us running. Uh, and I feel like we got some pretty cool stuff there, too. So Absolutely. And while we're at it, let's uh, remind you guys to... Give us some ratings on your podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other platform that allows you to give us a rating and or maybe a sentence or two, uh, just letting other people know what our podcast is about, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're here for all of it. So leave us the rating that you feel we deserve. Five stars, if you please. And thank you. And we will greatly appreciate that. And don't forget, it's free. Share us with a friend, a coworker, anybody, a family member that you know that is going to Disney. Send them some information about us. Refer them an episode that may help them with their trip planning. That's what we're here for. We want to help trim the fat so you spend less time planning and more time making memories. Yep. And lastly, be sure and check out our episode description below and check out all of our great partners that help keep the wheels of this operation rolling. We've already mentioned our friends at the World of DVC and that entire umbrella with DVC Rental Store, et cetera, et cetera. Our friends at Expedition Roasters and also our friends at 1901 Candle Co. Be sure and use the code off the rails 15 at checkout to save yourself 15% on your order. And uh, yeah, check out the rest of our great links below. And uh, man, give these guys some some love because they got some great yeah, products. That's for sure. Couldn't agree uh, more. All right, fellas. Well, Ryan, I think you uh, you got some uh, sleep to do because I think you're on the road in uh, 
T-minus, what, six hours? Just about, yeah. Once we get the kids off to school, we are hauling ass. Love it. Love it. Well, I think we know what we'll be talking about next week. So until then, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monitor.